Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Gosh, the world is so happy at the moment. (laughs) Fantastic. It's good to be back. Welcome to Suggestible, everybody. Welcome, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) What is is happening? Goodness me. I'm Claire. I'm married to a bloke called James who's legitimately losing his mind now. Get out of here, Claire. We're all having a good time in this house. (laughs) And this podcast is called Suggestible, where we recommend you stuff to watch, read, and listen to, which has never been more relevant, seeing as a lot of us are now living from our houses at home. I mean, we were always bloody bunkering down in this house. You're not wrong, Claire. You're not bloody wrong. So, haha, but also. <laughs> You're right. I thought we would start the show, James. I've surprised you. I love starting the show. What are your tips for people who are new to this whole abode working situation? Well, I was reading a thing online that, like, people are like, you what are you going to do? You got to get up every morning and you got to have a set schedule and you got to make sure you get dressed and you put your fuck all that. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Do whatever you want. You don't need a schedule of like, now this is when I put my get out of my pajamas and I fold them or whatever. If you're that kind of person, absolutely do it. I am not that person. I just kind of roll, no, roll into not. whatever's happening yeah, in the day. Yeah, you leave yeah. your clothes in a pool beside your bed. Oh, let's not throw stones you pull on your if we live in a house that you can see through. At like through. quarter past nine. <laughs> I get and dressed like so to drop to the to, gym. Well, yeah, to drop our son and then go to the gym. That's on the day yeah, that he goes. Yeah, anyway. nine thirty, and then you have a long shower. <laughs> I do. <laughs> And then Terrific. you kind of get to work and then you have a nap in the afternoon. Yeah, I try to squeeze a nap like because normally I haven't slept very well. It's a, it's a, then yeah. it's a vicious cycle. All right, so basically when I ask you the question for someone who's been working at home for like eight years, you have no advice. No, That's you your advice. My advice is do what works for you. Try different things. Try schedule. Get rid of the schedule. For me, I put everything for work in my head so I know exactly what I need to do, right, at all times. I don't really communicate you that. You just put it in your head. I put it in my head. I roll it up in a tiny <laughs> bit of paper and I squish it in my ear. <laughs> Like I communicate with the people who need to know that, like my uh, editors that I work with, and then I, everything else is just kind of just chuffs along, just in my brain. Yeah, I message Mason. I'm like, "What are we talking about this week?" And he, and you know, we we discuss that. And then and I'll be watching telly, and he just shows up. He out shows of the blue. up. He rolls in. Rolls in. Does his thing. We're recording some things. Well, when this goes out. out today, we've got some uh, special caravan of garbages that people oh, have requested. Sometimes Mason comes over at like 11 p.m. at night, yeah. and I'm in my pajamas. I think Mason sees me more in my pajamas than in any other kind of clothes. It's true, and it's real bad. No, now it's that not I'm an accident either. Too. We plan it like that. We're like, what's the worst <laughs> time we can drop in on Claire? Oh my yeah, God. I'm always like on my way to bed or falling asleep mm. on the couch or something. Poor Mason. What's your suggestion, though, for being locked up at home? Oh, As someone who actually is... Hates uh, it. Yeah, hates it. <laughs> yeah, because you're introverted. So you, this no, is like an introvert well, I still dream. I wouldn't even say I am introverted because I do like speaking to people and doing things. It just depends who it is and what it is. Okay. Like if it's a good sure thing, thing, yeah, I'm all over it. Guys, he's full of himself. Get out of he here, does not. If he cannot go to something... He will not yeah, go. because most things are not Even worth going to. Even if you like the people. No, no, most things are not worth going to. I've talked right, about this before. Right, sure. Most things are a yeah, complete well, waste of is, time. This is the thing. You're an introvert. Just bloody admit it. Me, on the other hand, I'm like a plant that doesn't get any water and water being people to talk to, which is why I follow you around and say things. 
So I have not mastered yet completely the art of working from home, but I will say some of the things that have helped me Mm -hmm. when I can get into doing them. One is uh, get dressed in the morning (laughs) properly. Don't stay in your active wear all day because I sometimes do that. Oh, you got to get changed after the gym. That's you got to yeah, yeah, yeah. But or out of your jammies and stuff. I I know you're like. Poo-pooing that no, I, I do get changed, but, but I don't like get dressed up. I'll be like, what are some clothes? And yeah, I know. Like you clothes look from yesterday, What I'm talking about is actually putting on some makeup, doing your hair. I, I always have more productive days when I actually do my hair, put my makeup on and wear something presentable because it just, it does for me anyway, it clicks my brain into you. I also go and talk to people up the street, like the person that makes the coffee and the person at the grocery shop. And They're not like, really your friends, Claire. Don't even, don't kid yourself. I I, but I have to talk to somebody because you don't want to talk to me. And in, light, in lieu of not being able to do that at the moment, the thing I have found the most helpful is to take regular calling people breaks. Oh, my God, you call so many people. <laughs> You're on the phone all I day. I do. No, but I just, I really do think genuinely there was a period over this week where I decided that self-isolation, because I'm also like eight months pregnant, is absolutely what we, I should be doing and therefore didn't see anyone. But I also weirdly then thought that meant that I couldn't talk to anybody and oh, I just didn't okay, call right. any of my friends. I fell into this weird vortex where all I was doing was like listening and watching to coronavirus <laughs> Stuff As online. I kept coming and I'm like, why are you watching this? And it's because just like everything's be- <laughs> bad. You know how they thought the statistics were bad? Well, guess what? They're much fucking worse than what you thought. Guys, and to be fair, this is not going to be a show where we talk about statistics. We're not medical professionals or no. anything. I do have a couple of recommendations for places to go. If you want that kind of information, that is not this show. And I, we are joking, but also we're not joking because, you know, but we all need a bit of light relief. Because obviously it's a very serious situation. It's like a bladder that's slowly filling up (laughs) and you're looking around and you can't find a toilet. So you piss your pants (laughs) and you're also in a test. You're in a school test. It's a dream. Or is it real? I don't know what I'm talking (laughs) about. That's the best description of coronavirus I've ever had. Okay, one more bit before we get on to recommending stuff. So the thing, yeah, my calling people breaks. I have found the minute that I call friends or FaceTime people or family and I have a chance to chat – Goodness, I feel so much better. And I know that's so obvious, but I think sometimes when we're upset and we're worried, the last thing you feel like doing is ringing someone. But actually, I every person I've rung has been doing the exact same thing as me, like watching way too much and reading too much about coronavirus. Sure, yeah. And just panicking. And so anyway, I rung like my very good friend Chanel and other people in my life that are awesome. And it just made me feel better and suddenly I remember that there are people in the world. So that would be my recommendation. Get dressed, do your makeup, clean your teeth and ring people on a regular yeah, basis. clean your teeth. <laughs> Basic hygiene <laughs> is important. Yeah, so that would be it. Um, otherwise, it's bloody hard. So if you're finding it hard, it's because it is hard working from home. The biggest thing is there's so much to watch and read and listen to instead oh my God, of doing your work. You know what is annoying about working from home when you always work from home? You your have, beautiful wife. Oh, you're not right. likes to annoy you. With that. No, but it's for me it's like <laughs> I just – I don't know why. <laughs> you just annoyed everybody listening. <laughs> I know. It doesn't bother me. I had two chocolate-covered teddy bear biscuits. <laughs> Delicious. But With cold milk in a glass. Yeah, I was like, what is this, 1998, I said to her. <laughs> I rolled in. I had a bit of a bloody riff. <laughs> You would have loved it if you were there, everyone. 
What was I saying? I can't even remember. I don't know. Anyway, guys, we're slowly losing our minds. We hope that you're okay. We're yeah. really thinking about you. And so on that note, we've got some fun things for you to we watch, do. read and listen to. And my phone isn't on silent Oh, either. sorry, what I was saying. So you just have to kind of keep working. You just keep you just keep going. Like I haven't really stopped. I just our, our son's around more and I just keep kind of pushing through and like this I thought people were relaxing at home watching Netflix. Not this guy, even though my job a lot of it is watching Netflix. <laughs> anyway. job is literally watching Netflix. Yeah, well. But you yeah, know. you literally said to me, like, gosh, everyone else is relaxing. Everyone just, pushing everyone just relaxing. <laughs> These nurses, mate, they're their hospitals <laughs> taking days oh, off. And- side note, you should have seen James Clement yelling at the television about the head of our Telstra internet network and how terrible the upload and download speeds are in Australia and then what's going to happen now that everyone's working from home. Yeah, because they were like, the thing is about it, most people, uh, they only use the internet for downloads, but now people who work from home, it turns out that uploading is important. I'm like, (laughs) are you fucking kidding me? I've been working home for five years. I yell about this like every fucking day. And then they're like, you know, we need, we should work on uploading. Should you? It's a vital component of any business or anything ever. It's the sharing of information. What? Okay, that was my present to you. Anyway. Oh, yeah, you set me up. You set me up. Terrific. Okay, uh, so the first... Yeah. Oh, um, and I know you've got one thing to recommend. I just want to say one thing very quickly because you touched on nurses and health professionals yes. and everybody. I just want to say that all those people who are finding this extra tough, people who can't work from home, people who have to go into it, people who are health professionals or the elderly or live by themselves or have a disability or are just in more vulnerable categories or who have people in their lives who are in vulnerable categories who are sick or immunocompromised. Compromised, all those things. I didn't say that word Utterly, right. Um, yeah. We're just sending lots of love to you. Yes. And all right. Look out for people. Check and in on And James people. ranting, I hope, will cheer you up. Okay. Mm, or stress you out. Uh, Who knows? Way. All right. This first thing I thought sir. we could talk about together because we watched it together. It's called Ooh, Upright. Yes, it's so good. Uh, it's written by Chris Taylor, who people in Australia would know from The Chaser. Anybody internationally might know the chaser. They're the ones that got kicked out of the Vatican for flying a blimp over like 15 yeah, years ago. I love it. Those People guys, they're so that. cheeky. Uh, they don't do that anymore, but that kind of stuff. But they do work on things. So Chris Taylor's one of them, and it's this show starring Tim Minchin and uh, Millie Alcock. And well, how would you describe it? As a road trip? Well, well, Tim Minchin um, helped to write and produce yes. this show, who was one of our favourite comedians, singer-songwriters, we were who we were go supposed see to go him. see next weekend, but no longer because of things. But also award-winning writer-actors Kate Mulvaney and Leon Ford were also mm. part of the writing team. I guess the way I would describe it is a funny drama. It's more on the drama. Did you say dramedy? That's my new favourite word. Have you noticed I say that a lot? A funny dramedy. Why didn't you say it then when you could ever have been the perfect (laughs) comedy? Because I knew you were going to make fun of me because I said it the other day. No, it's an official word for it. It's a dramedy. Shut up. Anyway, so it follows the story of two misfits. So Tim Minchin plays Lucky, who's kind of like a down in his luck musician. You, You find out later why he's so miserable. But he's kind of on a road trip from Majuro to Perth and there's a car accident in the beginning and Meg, who is like a teenage girl, she's brilliant and quite funny. She runs into him, they have a car accident and they both have to try and get across really the Australian desert, the Pilbara. For anybody who doesn't know, Majuro to Perth is, it's like the length of the US. Like it's, and guess what's in the middle of Australia? 
Fucking nothing. There's no, nothing it's in there. Beautiful. No, it's the outback. It's the Australian outback. That's what's so great about this show. It really gives you a sense of the beauty and scope. And also, yeah, there is a the lot of just like long winding road. Well, like straight Not roads. It's a straight, <laughs> straight road. roads. Yeah, but it does really give you a sense of the Australian desert because that's mm. basically what. And you meet some colourful characters along the way. A lot of colourful Aussie characters. Um, yeah. And the one thing I feel like that adds interest to this too is that they're. Part of it is that Lucky's character, so Tim Minchin's character, is really trying to transport this old upright kind of beaten up piano Mm. across the desert and it only becomes apparent right at the very end why he's trying to transfer this piano and the story kind of develops as to why he has this love affair with the piano. Um, Tim Minchin said something really interesting Initially he got this script and sort of didn't have any input into it. It came across his desk after he moved back from L.A. and was looking for something to do. And he was really kind of depressed, I guess, because a major – we talked about this last week. Yeah. um, His animation got canned Mm. in the U.S. So he came back home and so he was exploring themes about returning to your family. And that's basically what becomes apparent through the story that he's returning to his family. Yes. um, Who he hasn't seen for a very long time. But he developed the storyline of that kind of romantic love affair with the piano. Yes. That kind of becomes to represent his character. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and he's very, he's not spiritual, isn't he? He's very Tim Minchin esque in that he's, you know, quite kind of like life is shit happens and then you die, that kind of bloke. Yeah. Very dry sense of humour, but there is this beautiful story. And then it packs a big emotional punch at yeah, the end. It definitely. I wouldn't say it doesn't start bad, but it definitely gets better. It and took by me the two end, I'm like, I like this, in. like because I like everyone in it, and it's good mm. and interesting, and it's mm. well shot. But by the end, I really loved it. I thought it was really terrific because yeah. it's it's kind because of, obviously, as, as good stories do, it unfolds along the way, and you find out about you know you find out more about each character, and it's about music and family and aging and love and. It's just really great. And I really like the integration of music in it, just having this piano that they have to take the whole time kind of – it's almost like a character in itself that factors in it and it gets played and they lose it and they get it back and they, it gets taken or whatever. So it just kind of, you know, it, that kind of stuff happens along the way. Yeah, and because Tim Minchin's piano skills are just unreal. Mm. Which is weird because he doesn't read music either. He can't read music but he can no. play. Yeah, He's just one of those amazing people. He's just spent hours and hours on mm. that piano. You can tell away. tinkering away, and it's just spectacular to watch yeah. him play. It's really sing. good music in it, well, especially if you love Australian rock between the years <laughs> 1998 and 2004, which is James's entire yeah, uh, musical to, collection because he stopped listening to you're music after love then. It. I, uh, I was a bit after that, but that's pretty accurate. Uh, yeah, and there's one particular song that he does. It's Missy Higgins sings it at the very end, but he sings it during the uh, mm. during the show, which is really great, really and kind of different than the kind of he does fun kind of silly songs. And it's just, it's more, well, he just goes, I watch some interviews about it, but he talks about how it's more of a song. It's like, it's like, his kid was like, this is like a real song. And he's like, yeah, I guess it is. So uh, yeah, it's great. Because he often does quite like, mm. he basically does satire yeah. to music in lots of ways. Exactly. But he also does like White Wine in the Sun, uh, which is a great song about Christmas. Yeah. Uh, we, and a, he's, my favorite Christmas song. Yeah. And he yeah. just released a new one, Leaving LA. Yes. He's which got an I album really out. Enjoyed. I think it's this year or next year. He's got an album, which he'd never had before. Yeah, um, um, and that actually, you showed me that. He's Leaving LA has an amazing video yes. done by T. Ken Ng, N-G, I think that's yeah, how you say it. Right, yeah. what, would you, what would you call, what are those car, car uh, It's kind of created? It's sort of, I guess, there is a name for it, but it's uh, it's kind of like stop motion and what it is, you take a whole lot of pictures and you put them on a, like a turntable and it's like animation, animation. You spin it and the characters on it kind of walk and, and move along. 
stereographic. I, I don't know. It's not that. It's something. Yeah, I was looking it up, but I yeah, can't find it. Can't find the words to Google it. But yeah, that's 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 good. And I uh, yeah, get hold of it if you can. Correct on the old YouTube's. Yeah, yes, so I reckon really recommend or Sky that as upright. we upright through. Yeah, VPNs. so it's it's on. Um, well, it's on Fox in Australia. Don't do that. But if you use a VPN, you can watch it in Sky in uh, England. And, oh, yeah. amazing! Totally recommend. Great mm. watching while you're at home. Yeah, pay for it if you can because it's good. It's really great. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, your turn or my turn? I get, yeah, turn? well, that was kind of both of ours, but, yeah, so it's your turn. I started. All right. So. Okay, so I have been trying to listen to more music. Because- oh, music. I love it. <laughs> I Just find- keep it a positive. <laughs> Stop. No, because I find that when I am like this and I, all I want to deep dive into is a million coronavirus podcasts. Sure. Oh, well, sometimes you just need a break from all of it. Music is wonderful. And I've just discovered a new musician. Obviously, she's been making music since forever. But um, her name's Joy Crooks. I found her through one of my favourite podcasts. That's not true. Claire actually found her because she pulled up a loose board in our living room. And she was just <laughs> under the house. She was just living she's there. been there for like 20 years. Yeah. So she's a British neo-soul singer-songwriter of Bangladeshi and Irish heritage, which is cool. Which she grew up in London. And you can tell her... Her music sort of, it's just so great, but it has a really distinctive London sound, which I think if you listen to, particularly South London, maybe people from South London who listen will be like, that's not true. But to me, it it just reminded me of when I used to live in London. Tell me about it. And often her songs, they're kind of, they're, they're great as a background music too, but they're really kind of funky. They're about relationships and self-reliance, about her culture and her identity. Um, She's released three extended plays since 2017 and was nominated for the Rising Star Award at the 2020 Brit Awards. She's actually also just incredible to look at because of her mixed background. She's Mm. just stunning in her music videos. I really think that she's going to be a breakthrough act and one to watch. Terrific. Um, Start with Mother May I Sleep With Danger, which is a really cool Song. It starts off and you think it's going to be quite depressing or sad, and but it becomes quite upbeat and it's just, oh, it's great. Don't Let Me Down is awesome and has a really cool sound um, video clip. Early is also really great as well. So I'd really recommend going over to Joy Crooks and uh, just subscribing in Spotify. Love her and I think she's going to do really spectacular things. Or she could fade away. Or she could. Who knows? Well, she won't because I've mentioned her on our podcast. Okay, your That's turn. That's true. You've boosted her up. I, I have. Think, I just, it just reminded me of something. Um, some, I just I got this. Somebody sent me this today about people fading away. I just want to quickly find it. Um, I don't even know if this is real. Do you want me to keep talking? No, I've no, got I, got, I found it. I found it. Uh, so, you know, Ja Rule, yes. uh, the rapper. Correct. He goes on Twitter, um, if, if you all need me, I'll be in Alaska. And somebody replied, nobody has needed you since 2005, bro. <laughs> 
accurate, but maybe. Wasn't he? He was behind a lot of that Fire Festival shit or whatever, isn't he? Oh Wasn't he as well? God, yeah, Fire Festival. Gosh, if you haven't watched that doco, that's worth watching. Yeah, it feels a little like the world is being run by someone who is organizing Fire Festival. That's how it feels. It does a feel a bit like that, doesn't it? Yeah, just a little. Just a little bit. Just a little. Don't worry, everyone's taking it seriously now. Uh, now it's time for that segment of the show that I like to call No Judgment. It's time for No Judgment. You judging? <laughs> no, no judging. Don't judge. You know, I'm always judging you. It's my favourite pastime. No, this is the No Judgment segment of the show. <laughs> if you start judging, you have to leave the room. Are you going to tell me you've been watching First Dates? First UK? Dates? No, I haven't watched First Dates UK. I haven't. Because last week, what did you recommend? I recommended Kiss Kiss Marriage. Love is Blind. Love is Blind, that's yeah. right. Anyway, so I just want to, and, and I, you know, I mentioned last week that I, I watched it till we got to the Great. show, and then I was like, I'm done with this shit. Great. Well, it turns out I finished it. I watched every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was better no than I was. <laughs> I thought I was better than people that liked the show, even the people that watched it. Ironically, I thought I was better than them, but it turns out I'm not. Did you get dragged in? Well, that's the thing. I, I think it was. Must have got like I was kind of in it, and it was edit, and I was editing, and I was just, I just, it just kind of just happened. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds like somebody explaining like an affair. I don't know what happened. Yeah, like was just, yeah. oh, we were spending time together, and it's just <laughs> and then it just happened. Like, to this power was to stop it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, that's like me eating a whole packet of chocolate covered teddy bear biscuits. <laughs> that is. Way more justified than this. So anyway, uh, it didn't get better. I should point that out. But what it does do, it culminates in a wedding where the two people, where the couples who, if they stay together till the end, which most of them did except for one, they meet at the altar. Then they say their vows. Vows again. Yeah, no, because they haven't got married. Oh, it leads it's up not to married it. at first sight. No, no, All no, right. no, no. Okay, okay. So okay. they get engaged in the pods when they don't know each other, and then if they stay together, and then one of them usually says like yes. And then the second person would normally say, well, not normally, but a lot of them would say no. Are you explaining the plot of reality to me? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But what what I want to specify is that, no, it's so cruel because I'm watching it and I'm just like, this dude's about to fall on his fucking face and he doesn't even know it. Like you can see it. You can see it coming. Every couple that I was like, yeah, this isn't going to go well. Those are the ones that didn't. And a lot of them, most of them who I think, no, all of them who were like, I didn't feel it. I was like. Yeah, well, then you shouldn't have. That's good. You did the right thing. Why would you do it? Yeah. So there's like a reunion show and whatever. And, and there's actually one couple that I'm like, <laughs> those guys. the reunion show? Well, it's part of the series. <laughs> it's episode 10 or whatever They really it was. got you good, mate. They did. It's hosted by oh. Nick Lachey and whoever Nick Lachey's wife is at the <laughs> this moment. This is feeling very reminiscent, very reminiscent, I can't say that, of when we were living up north and we both got addicted to Big Brother. We both got addicted to Big Big Brother 2012. (laughs) I saw the winner of Big Brother from 2012 like maybe a year ago at a premiere and I didn't go up to him but I just want to go up and go, hey, uh, I know it's been like seven years but that's the only season that I've watched and congratulations because he was, or not was, he is gay. And it's going to be like, oh, that was so cool that you won and I hope you're doing know, really we well. we were so happy. But instead, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I just said, that's that fucking guy. Because we're not big reality TV people, nah. but we were so like, it was so remote. I didn't think he was going to win. There was no pubs. We couldn't drink. There was so no we pubs. just sit around having dinner being like, oh, what did such and such do today? Yeah. Do you, who's do you reckon? And I'd order four ginger beers for the week and I'd have to <laughs> ration them over the, over the, the, oh, the seven days. Then we'd have deep fried chicken strips from Every the Friday. local store that were terrible, but so we were terrible. like, this is delicious. Anyway, do you remember that time that an entire ball of chicken 
like I used to we oh have to God. order. I remember every second of being out there. Yeah, we had to order our food on a plane because you know obviously everyone's panic buying in the supermarkets. Well, we we had to like kind of eat two weeks at a time. Yes. Um, because the plane would fly in with your coals, like a supermarket order. Or you could go order. local, but it was really expensive and they Super didn't have expensive. most stuff yeah. anyway. Yeah. Anyway, and sometimes they would just get your order completely wrong. And one time I ordered like chicken breast fillets and I ordered like five and an entire ball arrived. Do you remember? I think you said like I think you said a kilo or might have been like 500 grams or whatever and they – Put added a zero on it, and it was it was like a boulder of frozen. Yeah, chicken. it was it was like and two it's like, basketball What are we supposed to do with this? Yeah, I like just we got, put it in our was, deep. Fruit yeah, but we couldn't use it because what are we going to chip away at it? Ridiculous. <laughs> so with all that, I time, bet that chicken's still in there. Yeah, I bet it is in that deep freezer. It's probably not interesting to anyone else. Anyway, all I'm saying is we survived for a year in a remote community. Yeah. Guys, we can all do it. We can. Avoiding all sorts of weird yeah. diseases that Though, are up to there. Be fair, I'm very concerned about you now watching There was ringworm. I got that bit of glass stuck in my foot. My friend got a boil under her arm. Boil under her arm. Oh, it was crazy. True. Yeah. Head lice. Head lice. We avoided that actually, didn't we? Boy. We didn't get head lice. Correct. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so look, um, it's bad. Don't watch it. Don't get <laughs> sucked in. Don't be like me. You're better than me. And if you haven't watched it, you should remain that way. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I tried to watch First Dates Australia, which is basically where people just get filmed on a first date. They get filmed in a restaurant. And, they and I lasted five minutes. Yeah, because one I of them is normally it. a psychopath. <laughs> oh, it was so terribly awkward and awful. Anyway. Do they decide who pays in those situations? Is it one of those? Yeah, things? they yeah. do. And it's an, ugh. What do you think the rule should be? What's dating etiquette, would you say? Oh, this is so interesting. One of my friends said something controversial. She said, no, you should do 50-50. Unless you really like the guy and he offers to pay, you should let him pay. Okay. And in my head I was like, I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, it obviously it greatly depends on the situation. Yeah. For me, if it was me, and as I used to do it when I used to date 100 years ago, I would always offer to pay, like regardless. Yeah. That was like the blanket but, rule. But don't you think that there should be a back and forth? Oh, yeah. And if there I think there a should be. If there weird, was like, huh, and that was it. Like I'm not expecting like oh my god thank you you're so you're so wonderful and rich like I don't need that obviously but just like hey yeah cool I'll get the next one or whatever yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't think I ever had a situation where the person was like yeah fine like yeah. you know <laughs> yeah I know because I always I always think that's weird if like someone offers to pay and you go no 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 yeah at least have to get your wallet out. And do the whole, oh, no, no, let me get it. And they'll yeah. go, no, 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 you get the like, next one. I'd pay like even if it went badly or whatever or even if they didn't like me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care, whatever. I always used to try, not that I dated that many people, but I would always used to try and do 50-50. Yeah, right. And, but, like, if they, if the, he insisted, then I would be like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, because I think it's yeah. also people also like to be able to be like, this, yeah. is a, this is a gift for you. But also I know that people who pay often then expect something in return Yes, that for blew that, my which mind. Is a weird kind you of, said that to me, the, yeah. like that you want, one of the things you want to teach our son is that men don't owe, owe women don't owe you anything. No. Um, and I was blown away by that. I had no idea that guys thought that, that if they bought you a drink. But speaking to some of your single friends, you said that there is that yeah, kind of like my friend recently who like had a bloke buy her a Tiffany's necklace and then expected – a bit of a hoobie hoobie. Uh, I don't know what that what is. What is that? What are we doing <laughs> here? <laughs> Terrific. You know, a bit of sex, basically. <laughs> Just a bit of sex. Well put. In, in the exchange subtle. of the necklace. And when she refused to kiss him, he was like, but I bought you a necklace. <laughs> 
Oh, anyway, what you explain? What you're describing, guy? If you're listening, which you're fucking not, is prostitution. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, my poor friend. Ooh, dating Cami Brutal. Anywho, uh, yeah, okay. So no judgment segment was. I'm sorry, full of judgment from what? me. But I tried really hard to have no Thank judgment. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Can I recommend something That's now? That's what the show is. Okay. So, friends, if you are after something that isn't going to depress you to no end, yes. there is a podcast called The Daily. You know The Daily Podcast? Do you know Probably. That one? Which one is it? It's really amazing. It's an American podcast where they just basically do a wrap-up of the whole like the new cycle, basically, every day. Okay. And it's awesome. I've always loved it. It's great journalism. They Would you kiss it? Would you let it pay for you on the first I day? Would. Yeah, I probably would actually. What if I it love then it expected much? something in return? What would you? <laughs> I would say, sure, Daily, come on right in. Mm. It is actually mm, Chef's Kiss, a very good podcast. And anyway, they have a special episode called A Bit of Relief. And it's just like a little bit of fresh air in the new cycle. And they kind of have a few different little mini stories that just give you a bit of, you know, I don't know, a buck up. And then it finishes with an amazing quote um, from C.S. Lewis who wrote. If you wrote, don't mind, can I take this one? Sure. Uh, the line in which the wardrobe is about Christianity know, or whatever. Aslan no, is Aslan no, is Jesus. No, the witch is, I think, which is the devil. Is this the quote? Am I getting no, it right? No, you're... Sorry. Do you anyway, want to finish the quote for me? Yes, I do. The Daily is produced by the New York Times um, and it's hosted by Michael Barbaro. Wait, so this is the quote from C.S. Lewis? No, I'm just letting you know more about the Daily Podcast. Okay. <laughs> Dear, for the love of God, can you just let me get out what I want to say? How's <gasps> it frustrating when somebody interrupts you? Duck with this ink and poop. <laughs> Forever, apparently, in this house. Apparently. Um, so, anyway, it's a quote from C.S. Lewis and it's just, I think it's really insightful. Kind of talks about living in an atomic age and sort of living through, you know, the plague and all kinds of things that have happened to humanity over human history. For some reason it just made me feel better. So okay, I think you should it. listen to it. Um, yeah, Collins, can you play a little bit? Oh, you're not going to oh, say it? Oh, you want it? me to play it? I thought you were going to say it like because I don't know it. No. Well, that, what, what, I want people to go to the podcast. What am I supposed episodes. to do then? Would you like to hear it? No, nah, it's fine. I'll, I'll listen back to this and I'll hear it. And then I'll be like, oh my, oh, let me edit it. We can edit a bit in where I'm yeah. like, where I love it. In one way, we think a great deal too much of the atomic bomb. How are we to live in an atomic age? I'm tempted to reply. Why, as you would have lived in the 16th century when the plague visited London almost every year? In other words, do not let us begin by exaggerating the novelty of our situation. This is the first point to be made, and the first action to be taken is to pull ourselves together. If we are all going to be destroyed by an atomic bomb, let that bomb, when it comes, find us doing sensible and human things. They may break our bodies. A microbe can do that. But they need not dominate our minds. God. Anyway, I just recommend uh, that podcast episode, a bit of relief from terrific. the daily. Okay. And just the daily, it's quite good. And the other podcast that this isn't a distraction, but I think it's really excellent. It's called Corona Cast with health reporter Tegan Taylor and physician Dr. Norman Swan. And if you want some level headed grounded in research advice and with all of the latest updates about what's happening with the coronavirus, 
I would go there. It's produced by our Australian Broadcasting Corporation Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's great. It's not very long. They do daily episodes, sometimes more than one a day. And I've just found any questions that I need answered, I go to there rather than endlessly scrolling through Twitter and then finding a whole lot of misinformation. So you are saying that if you want something level-headed and... Calm. Calm, okay. What if you want something like panicky? Should I open one of my several WhatsApp groups that I've got going at the moment? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, you should. I got sucked in because I got sent a thing and then I, I sent it around... I was like, oh, I heard this, just heard this thing just now, and it was just immediately it wrong. It was from a Malaysian yeah. report. I was like, hey, I literally it basically just got said this. everything in Australia was being shut down yeah. as of which, tomorrow, which is which it sort of is, except for schools. But uh, yeah, it wasn't. So no, yeah, it's definitely I learned a lesson there, and that, yeah. uh, that in that don't listen to any of my friends ever, <laughs> even because you doubt them constantly. And I just like, think it's that whole lesson that we teach kids, but is easy to forget when you're living through something quite unprecedented like this. You just have to check on the source, don't you? That's and right. be really critical. Put your critical thinking hat on. Put it on. That's the black hat, I think. There's all these different de bono hats. I'm going to stop you right there. I don't need to know this shit about hats anymore, right? I don't want you to bring <laughs> right. that integrated studies nonsense into my life. I suffered through it enough. All right. I don't want any of it Relax. in my private life. Anyway, okay. but you. So let's not make it a hat. Let's make it a jovial I know cap. these tricks, Claire. Don't, don't <laughs> switch it up. I know these teaching tricks. Let's make it a bandana. Where you make somebody, you make them think it's something cooler. You're like, okay, it's not a black hat. It's Iron All Man's right. helmet. Okay, and the kid's yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then they start the task and they're like, wait a minute, this is just a writing task. This is an Iron Man's helmet at all. Anyway, uh, all I've got right. one more thing before we wrap okay, it up. Okay, you go for it. Okay, do you know Kevin James? No. Uh, he's from the King of Queens. He's the guy in Hitch. Who Will Smith is like, you oh, gotta yes, get I on like a date. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, like he's done a lot. Of... He's got he's like quite physical comedian. Yeah, but he's also really like quite athletic uh, and kind of bouncy and, that's and what strong. I mean. yeah, 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 that's what I mean by like physical. he's like a you know what? He's probably not even a big guy. Like I guess for a TV guy, he's a big guy, but like he's a regular sized guy, I guess. Yeah, but, but he's just yeah, he's just quite yeah. fluid in his yeah. movements. Anyway, like he's done a lot of stuff that I don't like, like growing up. Some people enjoy those movies and whatever, good on him. And and Pixels, which is apparently horrible. But he's just started a YouTube channel. It's Kevin James's YouTube channel. And it's just there's there's a number of things that happen there. One of them is a recurring uh, segment where he's, he's the sound guy for popular movies, for like Joker, you know, the guy that holds up the boom mic. There's one for Joker. There's one for Braveheart. There's one for The Notebook where he's holding a microphone up to Ryan Gosling or whatever. And it's done with green screen. He's kind of worked into the scene. And it's just done really well. Like, first of all, it looks flawless. It looks like he's actually there, which is a really difficult thing to do with green screen. But it's quite funny and they're short. They're not like 10-minute skits. They're like a minute or whatever. And there's just other kind of little skits and bits and pieces that he does. Like the, the opening trailer for his channel where he announced that he's on top of a mountain is like, I've got a big announcement. And then he just tumbles down this like enormous snowy mountain <laughs> for like 30 seconds. And it's just like it's just goofy and fun. And it's just I just really like it. I just think it's really just, just I don't know, cute I guess is the word. Yeah. It's not it's not like complex and it's not like god oh, this really makes you think it's just like a fun dumb thing. Yeah. But in the best way. I don't want you to think that that sounds No, I'm not trying to belittle it. No, it's exactly what it's supposed no, to be in the I, best way. And yeah. I just think at the moment, gosh, the more stuff like that that we can kind of surround ourselves with. Stay informed, but then also watch what's his watch name? Kevin James tumble down a mountain. Kevin James tumble down a mountain. That's mm. great. There's a funny mountain tumbly bit of that Hot you know t- no amy puller directed that tv show called wine country is it a tv show or is it a movie oh no it's a movie yeah sorry amy puller directed the movie 
Sorry, Collins. This is a whole disaster. Oh, level Collins of loves it. Don't even worry about it. He loves oh, yeah. he loves editing out our mistakes in the times that I yeah. shout so loud that he has to bring down the levels. I know. He so loves sorry, it. mate. I'm sorry. He's long suffering, but we think he's awesome. Anyway, yeah, and they all tumble down a mountain. It's very funny. I don't know why I brought it up, but I quite enjoy that movie. So the more cool. kind of silly movies you can watch, I think sometimes. Because some better. people are Make like, can you laugh. watch the movie Contagion and do a video Contagion? No, I can't do that. <laughs> no. There is a weird part of the Can psyche. You watch Outbreak, the movie yeah. Outbreak. Yeah, oh my God, that's no. all I could think about. But that's the thing. There's a weird part of your psyche that just wants to deep dive yeah. into well, all I the, started It's like playing, a bit of like need of drama I, or I something. I started playing The Last of Us again, which is uh, an excellent video game, one of the best of all time. But it's basically you're a, you're like a grizzled old man, always maybe like 45, 50. It's your life story. looks like Hugh Jackman, yes. And he has to escort a girl through like the apocalypse of like marauders and people trying to kill him and the girl. And also there's like zombies that have got like fungus growing out. They're like fungus spores. So their heads have turned into oh, like weird Jesus. mushroom monsters. And it's terrific. And I'm playing it. And I'm like, why the fuck am I playing this? I haven't played <laughs> this game in like seven years, but I'm playing it again. And by the way, it's amazing. It's an amazing game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it is. It's a weird thing. Well, that's why I'm constantly like listening to information reports and, you know, watching the news and scrolling through Twitter. I'll tell you what, if there is a weird zombie fungus apocalypse, I know how to how to tape a pair of scissors to a baseball bat and hit one in the head with it. It's a one-hit kill, mate. It's a little handy hint there if you're playing oh that game. God. Don't worry about it. Okay, great. We don't know how to like, light fires or run. I can't run very fast. I need fast to light a fire. I'm just going to die straight up. I'm a liability in the, po- in the apocalypse. You really are. I am, majorly. <laughs> Well, normally I'd be all on top of it, but at the moment, not so much. Not so much. Not so much. All right. Well, uh, that's really it. Oh, I am reading a book. If anyone, I'm going to talk about it properly next week, but it's called Untamed by Glenn and Dora, one of my favorite people. It is so brilliant. And it's. Why don't we save it for next week, Claire? Don't, don't delve into next week's content. Fine. A little bit of sizzle, Claire. So good though. No, this is good. It's this like is good sizzle. This is what you say. You're like, this is good. I'll tell That's you more it. about it next it's week. It's just like saving my brain in, during this post, this uh, not post apocalyptic time, not mm. post apocalyptic time. Is it pre apocalypse or are we anyway, near apocalypse? It's just been released. And if you haven't already, go and follow Glenn and Dora because she's hilarious and she's just makes me making me feel better about the world. <laughs> Great. All right, look, if you do want to reach the show, you can. You can shoot us through an email. What's it called, Claire? Suggestiblepod at gmail.com. That's right. I've never looked at it, but Claire looks at it every goddamn I do. day. I have an email, actually. I love emails. From Tristan Glover. I know Tristan Glover. <laughs> well, there you go. Hello, Mr. Boot and Lady Skinny Knees. Hello. What a great intro. First of all, I'd like to say thank you for hosting such a wonderful and pleasant podcast. Happy to do it. One of my favourite parts of my week. I would like to suggest a book called The Ables by Jeremy Scott. I know The Ables. I think we've had this recommended before. Oh, no. Oh, no. Maybe on this, maybe it's on the week of fun. Anyway, keep going. Okay, so the Ables is about a young blind boy named Philip Salinger whose body is starting to go through changes. When summer is over, he will attend high school. But in the final days of summer break, his father takes him on a walk where Philip is expecting to get the talk. And instead of being told about the birds and the bees, he's told that he has genetically inherited the power of telekinesis. That's telekinesis, Kyle. He he learns that the city, that in the city that they live in secretly house. The city that they live in secretly houses the heroes of the world known as custodians. And his new school, along with teaching history, math and science, also teaches kids how to control their abilities. I absolutely love this book. The themes of friendship and childhood camaraderie combined with defying expectations and working through adversely wonderfully blend into an epic and familiar tale. Thank you. It's got some shades Tristan, of like your X-Men kind of. Yeah. School that of sounds gifted. great. Yeah, it's by the guy who does um, Cinema Sins, which you may or may not be familiar with. Definitely aren't. Mm. Well, cool. it is. 
Uh, I've got a review also. You can just do it straight in app. Open up your app and give it a five star if yes, you want to. Super helps the show. Definitely would love we love that. reading them, and we love even more than we love reading them. We love reading them out, don't we? Correct. Uh, so this is from Apple Fan three one six. The title is "Great Podcast with a Lot of Charm and Curry." Char Char is May and Curry. No, Char is May. Uh, charisma. No, I don't think so. Great podcast I with mean, a lot of charm and charisma. Uh, <laughs> I wish there were more episodes in a week, even if there weren't many charisma. or any suggestibles in it. Uh, so yeah, that really helps. And also, what also helps if you could recommend to a friend or any, you know, just be like, hey, give this a listen if you want. Oh yeah, that's what made our Weekly Planet audience the strength, the strength, the strong and lovable crew that it is. <laughs> people recommending and help. Friends. Helps in a big way. Well, I actually also think that's why this are... podcast is so much smaller than the weekly plan because mm. the huge fan base right. that, that has a massive. Blood- I know it's so bloody popular. I reckon if it was still going for seven years, like this one, it still wouldn't be as popular. Hey, because it's a bit of a phenomenon that other one. If I oh it's a bit of a God. pop culture Pipe. touchstone. Okay. Please recommend to a friend so I can eventually show James <laughs> that this podcast will be something. And then I'm begrudgingly stuck doing this podcast. I'm like, oh, I hate this podcast. <laughs> I'm stuck. Yeah, exactly. Actually, on that, we've had lots of people say they listen with their partners. So if you have an old GF or a wife or a partner or a husband or a whatever, boyfriend. You've got a very learned dog. That's fine. A too. learned dog, cool, a good mate, some housemates. Chuck them chuck it on. Mm. Chuck it on. Split a headphone if you're Recommend on the way to school on, and that you're on the back <laughs> of the bus, you split a headphone. Is that a thing people still do these days? I think days? it might be because we don't really listen to much of the same stuff. No. Me and you. we got different tastes. You are into reality television shows about How people trying to find the love of their How lives. How dare you? <laughs> I am on to gripping political dramas and interesting and uh, books that really talk about the human condition. And, you know, we're both into different things. We're a real piece of work. <laughs> I mean, we're not in the no judgment segment anymore, so I'm going to let that slide. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, you know is... that I judged you through the whole no judgment section. Yeah, but it's not about that. It's like when you meet somebody and you're like, this guy sucks, but you don't <laughs> say it. That is your go. It's that is people. your default setting. Yeah. Well, I think if you start Whereas from there. Whereas I am, I am default. Everyone's great. No, if you start from there, then you kind of like, oh, this person is surprised. This guy's all right in there. No, that's not my yeah, default Whereas I'm setting. constantly disappointed. Yeah, but my point is when you meet you. someone and you're like, this guy sucks, you don't say to him, hey, no good. What's this interaction <laughs> isn't good. I don't like you. They're probably thinking the same thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's the show. That's the show. So, yeah, if you've got a partner, maybe you listen to this with them. Yeah. Especially if you're both trapped inside your house. That's right. You can get some together. tips for how to – Bloody stick it While to the man. While you're working on that corona baby boom that's going to hit in nine months. Oh, yeah. Gosh, mm. gosh. That is not happening in our house. <laughs> well, no. Because no, because I'm already... about to have a baby in a month. What a world. What a what world. What a world to bring a baby into. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Just keep it light. I mean, I'm trying to adopt like the Tom Cruise mindset where everything's fantastic and you ask him a question. I've noticed. And he's just... <laughs> It's a, it's a process or whatever he talks about. Seriously, James is just walking around the house doing that constantly to yeah. himself. I heard him do it. There was no, I wasn't even that in the room. makes me feel better. You do it all the time. You're like, <laughs> fantastic. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like doing that all the time, which really worries me because you never do that. You mainly just swear. Yeah, it's true. 
Oh boy. Right. Okay, stay safe. We might do a bonus. Stay thing home. Well with, stay uh, cool. Wash your one. hands. We might do a bonus thing at some point with Nick Mason. Probably not this week, but at some point. We've got at some point yeah. where we just talk we talk, about we the apocalypse. We haven't actually him about that. So if someone could alert him on social media that we planned to do that, that'd be <laughs> yeah. great. We're always surprising him with things. Yeah. Hey, All Mason, right. he's a tiny little version of you. Of what? Oh, As a Lego. Uh, oh, yeah. we do just give him tiny little versions of himself. That's true. People send him over. Goodbye. See you next Goodbye. week. Goodbye. We have been Suggestible Pod. Bye. Please follow us at at Not not around, obviously. No, just on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. But only to a certain extent. And thank you to Royal Collins for editing this episode. Oh, my God. One of the best, if not the best. Okay, I'm turning you off. So long. If anyone gets coronavirus, I hope it's you over him. (laughs) (laughs) We need him. I'm sorry, Claire. (laughs) Well, there won't be any we, will there? Because I'll be down and out. God, this is the kind of caliber of person I'm living with. Well, I hope you live with someone funner. Yeah, and with more. <laughs> Everything's fantastic. You've got a lot of charisma. I'll see you later. Everyone. <laughs> I hate him. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.